successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here at 980 AM. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today. I greatly appreciate you listening on the radio or via podcast if you're listening there at the podcast page, Grill Nation Show on iTunes. Uh, please review, uh, like our show on iTunes. We greatly appreciate all of your support. Also, if you're joining me on grillnationshow.com, thank you so much. Today's show is going to be awesome. I'm very excited about it. We are going to have on the children's place. But before we get to that, I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Title sponsors of the show are MoBank, BOK Financial, uh, two West companies and Ryan Rink and also contributors to the Grill Nation show include the KCADC, the Kansas City Area Development Council and Port KC. Appreciate all of your support, especially that from MoBank, BOK Financial, who is, uh, joining me for their monthly show today, uh, in studio right now. I have on, uh, two great people from MoBank, BOK Financial. I have on Kalinda Calkins, who's the Senior Vice President of Treasury Services at BOK Financial. She's also the incoming board chair of The Children's Place, which we will get into later today with their CEO and president, as well as their Vice President of Development and Communications. Also joining me for the first segment today is Noel Fallon, who's the Vice President at MoBank and the Regional Communications Manager. Uh, Kalinda and Noel, welcome to the Grill Nation show. How are you today? Great. Thank Good. you for having us. Yeah. It's great to have you guys. Uh, thanks again for your support. You guys are awesome. Love coming to the studio when I get to see you guys. Let's just put it, be honest right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on coming every month. Well, we oh, needed right. some my, new talent. My okay. are not. All right. Thank we you. We need some new talent from MoBank BOK Financial <laughs> to bring on these amazing guests. Throw my hat in the ring. Oh, there yeah. you go. Hey. So, um, so guys, so, um, Kalinda, it's your first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are joining us today because I mentioned the children's place. We're going to have on Ann Thomas, who's the president and CEO, and Polly Howard, who's the vice president of development and communications. Tell us about the children's place and some of the things we're going to talk about today. Yeah, the children's place is a, a really special, I would say, not as well-known brand within Kansas City that uh, works on the little Kansas Cityans that have experienced trauma uh, and traumatic events and helps to kind of heal those hurts. Um, and that really is the tagline where, where hope, where hurts find hope. And um, I, I really think that everyone listening will be surprised at the uh, needs uh, of these uh, littles throughout our community and um, that it actually happens in our backyard. Mm-hmm. I, I know I was. Mm-hmm. So you you were involved for about three years with this organization. That's right. So yeah. So on the show, we're gonna we're gonna kind of we're gonna talk to their president and CEO and their vice president of development and communications, and really kind of learn more about what they do 
They help people or children from ages uh, 12 months to six years uh, in certain day treatments. They also do a lot of outpatient work with some older uh, children. Um, but again, their mission statement is the children's place where children and families heal from life's deepest hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, their website is childrensplacekc.org. I'm really interested to talk to them, uh, Noel, about their, um, you just what the ways that they actually provide services and hear from uh, their CEO about some of their success stories. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually toured the Children's Place for the first time this past Thursday. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I had, um, I was aware of the brand mostly through Kalinda's involvement. Um, but we had some of our executive leadership in town and our CEO of our parent company, BOK Financial, said that something that was really important to him while he was in town was to tour a nonprofit that is doing things in the community and, and one of our bankers is involved in. Um, and so I spoke with Kalinda, you know, as the incoming board chair, I thought it was a great opportunity to expose some of our leaders to the nonprofits in our area. Um, it was incredible. Yeah. I, you could tell being there, you know, within the first 15 minutes, how much impact they're making in the community. And, and these children are just walking through the halls, smiling, giggling, um, one thing that really stuck out to me is they kind of have an area, um, it's a wall where they have a tree that focuses on. This moved me too when I did my first tour. Right. Um, the statements that the kids make as they're mm-hmm. transitioning out of the program, going to kindergarten. And it can be things as simple as, you know, I learned that police aren't bad or I learned that firemen are safe because mm-hmm. some of the things that these kids experience, you know, the last people that they see before they're taken from their home our law enforcement. And I mean, it was amazing. I, I learned it's okay to be sad, safe. safe. I mean, it was just, I mean, I'm getting and, goosebumps and it's, now. It's their, it's the little, it's their little handprints or it's the parents. I, I learned how to talk to my child Yeah, because that's not how they were talked to as a child. So they didn't know how to talk to their children. And um, it's it, that, that tree of hope, Yes, is yeah. is what it is, and um, but it is those little comments that I think we all take for granted. But mm-hmm. I, I learned how to uh, acknowledge my feelings. I learned how to say when I was mad or sad, and that's okay. Yeah. A lot of uh, traumatic events that uh, they help children with uh, at the Children's Place. Uh, they're located right off the Trolley Trail on 59th Street in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, really excited to talk to the the leadership of the organization about ways people can get involved, whether it's volunteering, donating, uh, also some of their upcoming events, as well as really kind of taking a deep dive on ser- serious issues in our in our world like mental health. We're going we're gonna to talk about the changing perspective on mental health uh, on today's show. We're also going to talk about, again, the services that the Children's Place offers here in Kansas City, whether it's day treatment, whether it's outpatient services, whether it's training for folks that want to help kids, whether it's advocacy on a more of a public policy, public affairs front on ways that they um, influence and help uh, children through uh, legislation and whatnot. Uh, again, today I'm going to be joined by Ann Thomas, President and CEO at the Children's Place, Polly Howard, Vice President of Development and Communications. And in studio now is Kalinda Calkins, who's a Senior Vice President of Treasury Services and no, at BOK Financial, and Noel Fallon, who's been on the show before, who's the Vice President and the regional communications manager at MoBank. Um, we have a few minutes left in our first segment of the show today. Any updates you want to share? Well, first off, let me talk to Kalinda. Well, Kalinda, what do you do at, at, at BOK Financial? Because we have never had you on the show. Sure. And our um, cast I, of characters, you're new. This yeah, is your first I was going to say, if I had known you were going to read it from my LinkedIn profile, I would have updated it to. I like, just want to let our listeners know that uh, Kalinda got a 4.0 in her major in college. <laughs> 
You're not supposed to say the last part, though. At Kansas State University. Yeah, go Wildcats, because Ann's going to say something about Jayhawks Jayhawks, here. Um, uh, I'm a Mizzou Tiger, so we've got everyone. We've got everyone. Um, You know, I manage our Treasury Services team for BOK Financial. Please tell Um, us what that means in in, in about 30 seconds. (laughs) I I work with uh, commercial clients and help their accounts payable and accounts receivable process. Uh, help them do their business more efficiently and hopefully more cost effectively. Okay, that's a Thank that's you. a great plug for what you do. And the website is what what, what website should direct people to today? Mobank dot com. Mobank Kalinda uh, has been there for twelve years. Okay, and and Noel, anything you want to share with the listeners in our final twenty seconds before I bring on our guests? No, not really. I'm just really excited for you guys to get to speak to the Children's Place. I think that this brand. Um, it's a good opportunity to build it because they're doing amazing things. It is. And uh, their website is, again, childrensplacekc.org and on Twitter. And make sure you type in TCPKC on Twitter. We're going to be joined by the Children's Place today on the Grill Nation show. Appreciate you joining us each and every week. And remember, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. We'll be right back. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show here at 980 AM. I appreciate you listening today. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Uh, thank you for joining me today on the radio or if you're listening on iTunes via podcast or at our website, grillnationshow.com. I again want to thank our uh, title sponsor of the show and a great local company here, uh, MoBank, BOK Financial. Each month they join me and bring on an exceptional guest uh, and we previewed the show in the first segment and now we actually have our guests uh, here in studio, a couple more of our guests and our feature on today's show. Uh, I want to bring on uh, Ann Thomas, who's the president and CEO at The Children's Place. Polly Howard is the vice president of development and communications at The Children's Place. Kalinda Calkins, who's the senior vice president and treasurer of treasury services at BOK Financial and the incoming board chair of the Children's Place as well. And I want to thank Noel Fallon, who's the vice president of regional communications and a regional communications manager at MoBank for helping to set up the show. It was great to talk to her in the first segment. Uh, the Children's Place is online at Children's Place. Uh, actually, I'm going to get your website right. Children'splacekc.org and on Twitter at TPCKC. Welcome to the show, everybody. How are you today? Hi, Jason. Great to be here. It's great to have you. Um, Okay, so first off, I want to talk to you guys about you guys, uh, and then we'll get into kind of what uh, the Children's Place does, uh, what what its mission is and whatnot, and then get into some really cool success stories and ways people can get involved with the Children's Place. But first off, Anne, why don't you introduce yourself uh, and tell us a little about your background? Hi, Jason. Well, I'm glad to be here. Um, I have been at the Children's Place for nine years. I have been CEO for four years. My background is actually in social work, and I started off graduating from KU, go Rock Chalk. There you go. Uh huh. Um, with a master's degree in social work, and became a child therapist. And for those that don't understand that, that's was that a two year degree you have to go through after college to get a master's in social correct. work. Correct. Okay. Four years a bachelor's degree in psychology, and then two years as a master's degree in social work, and mm-hmm. then about two years of internship and training on top of that. So, my specialty is really I've always cared about working with young children. Mm-hmm. And started off at another nonprofit here in Kansas City and worked there for 14 years. And when one day I was searching, I was getting ready to hire another therapist and I was online looking at jobs and I saw that the 
Children's Place was hiring a vice president of programs. And I thought, I've always wanted to work at the agency. The funny or interesting part about that is when I graduated from college, my very first resume went to the Children's Place. I wanted to be a therapist there and didn't get even an interview. Mm. So when I got to apply as a vice president of programs and they hired me and now being CEO, it feels like a full circle experience because I've always believed in the work of this amazing agency and admired it. So to be part of it is pretty phenomenal. So you got uh, you did a good job in your first position and. They liked you enough to hire you as president and CEO. Yeah, huh? exactly. The exactly. Board did. The board did anyway. Yeah, well right. Um, Polly Howard, introduce yourself and, and your role at the Children's Place. Hi, I'm uh, Polly Howard, VP of Development and Communications, and thank you, uh, Jason, for having us on as well. Um, I've been. I'm in my first year at the Children's Place. Came on in October. Um, I've been in fundraising for about 13 years, and prior to that was um, television news. So uh, uh, when the position with the Children's Place came, uh, I did a little research and. Uh, to say it was an easy sell what is um uh beyond words uh you know it's it's really in fundraising i kind of look at it as anything i can get behind and support and this was definitely one of those causes it was really easy to get behind and work towards so i feel uh honored and blessed to be a part of the organization so uh you mentioned TV news. How was yes. that? How was that part of your career? And why did you decide to leave? Well, clearly I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was great during that during the time. Um, you did uh, that for about five to seven years. Yeah, and looking at your LinkedIn, yeah. and TV TV on air. Yeah, yeah, roughly. So I looked at you know development really parallels well. Um, what I liked about television news is the reporting side. Um, Setting behind the desk wasn't near as much fun as being out talking to the people. And when I was looking at kind of switching careers, that parallel, like, okay, I'm building relationships and development. Same thing as as being a reporter. So uh, while the hours are a little bit better and... Uh, well, you don't always have to come up with a story every day, right? To right. Pitch it to the producers. Right. Exactly. I, I think, exactly. I think people forget about all of the actual writing you have to do as a reporter and an anchor and then also... Exactly. It's not just being on TV and showing up at a at a breaking news site. Right. Or a, sometimes you have to create, you have to you have to follow stories, and and it's 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 not as glamorous as some people make right. it out to be. And right. It, it was small market. <laughs> it was small market. It was a great great uh, experience. But uh, now you're in development. Now I'm in development. Happy to be here. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and Kalinda, introduce yourself to the to the crew. I I uh, I thought you'd been on the show before, but I guess you have not. We both can't remember, um, which I'm not sure what that says about us, but uh, Kalinda Calkins and I have been um, with the organization, the Children's Place, uh, for the last three years on the board and rolling on to the board chair this next year. And I've been with BOK Financial and MoBank for 12 years. So it, it's been an amazing, I will echo kind of what, what Polly said, and, and my goal is to be an on-air TV anchor. So anyone listening... <laughs> Um, can, can hear me. Well, you and, should and take some notes s- from your yeah, friend to your, to yeah, your left. Exactly. S- send me, send me some private messages on my LinkedIn, but I, um, I have loved being a part of the organization. It really is, um, a place that you go and you're immediately connected and you think, what more can I do? Um, seeing these littles and what they have been through and, um, hearing their stories and the way that the children's place uh, really changes their lives in the most positive um, way. It, it is, it is really, really, it tugs at you as a person. Um, I think definitely it paired well with me becoming a mom the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I think, I think everyone can, can hear the story and the mission of the children's place and, 
and once you once you really hear what they do in the community and and really what the what the community needs um you ask what more can you do and that's that's really what draw me drew me to it mhm um uh, let's talk about the actual uh Children's Place. It, it started in 1976, is that right? And, and what was its mission? And, and kind of uh, talk to us about kind of what its mission is today. Sure. Give us a flyover. Well, I think what's really amazing about this organization is the mission has stayed true for 40 years. Um, it started as a community need. Back in the mid-70s, the laws in Missouri changed about mandated reporting. And suddenly teachers and coaches and ministers were noticing children that were being hurt. And as more and more children were being identified, it was Children's Mercy Hospital and the family court system that started seeing all of these children being recognized. But then it was the question of now what? What do we do? How do we help? What's the next step? And so it was the combination of leaders from Children's Mercy, from family court, and then partnered with the Junior League, who took it as their special project for several years. And they did lots of research around the country of how do we help young children that have been abused and neglected. What came from that was not only policy changes here in the state of Missouri, but also the fact that they decided to start a program and start a place for children where they could come and heal after bad things have happened to them. Mm -hmm. And it started simply with, um, it was a, a really generous man named Jerry Smith who owned car dealerships and he donated a dealership, an empty dealership he had. And so our first building, the classrooms were literally in like the, the garage stalls mm-hmm. of this um, auto dealership. <laughs> wow. So it was truly a grassroots. People came together. The board members then had to come paint, build a playground. Very different than our board members now. Um, it was <laughs> really like, can you hammer? You know, donated a lot of their own personal funds to get it started. And they started with what they called a therapeutic nursery. It was really a place where the kids could come, you know, all day and be safe. And then the second program was how do we work with their big people, their parents, um, and help them heal and become stronger in their parenting capacity so we don't repeat this cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. We know that in parenting, you do what you've experienced until someone else has stepped in and changed things. And so the original mission for the Children's Place was a safe place for children where they could heal and get the services they needed to do that, but also really help their big people. And that is the exact same mission that we have today. We've mm-hmm. just expanded. We are no longer in a garage. Um, but Where we are, are you guys located? We're at the corner of 59th and Brookside Boulevard. Mm-hmm. We have been there for 30 years. 30 years. Wow. Yes. But that used to be a furniture store. And yeah. at Ridge before that, it was Wolferman's Bakery. So we apparently are very <laughs> nimble at fitting into existing buildings. Um, but 30 years, huh? At that one spot. One spot. Uh-huh. Wow. Big green, the big green building and on the for corner. For those that don't know where it is, it's uh, it's on the trolley trail. It is on the trolley trail. It's, and close, to, uh, it's close to where you Crestwood Chops is a few blocks down, right? Correct. That's okay. Right, about four blocks down. Okay. You'll recognize that's, the bear outside. Yes, the yeah. teddy bear. That's kind of your uh, one of your... Iconic symbol. Yeah. You know, we, the kids, we uh, transport the children every day door to door. Um, really? So they're there. One of our programs, again, is this day treatment program. So the children are there from nine to three every single day. And we pick them up, we bring them there, and we drop them off by that bear. And children come, get off the bus, they hug the bear before they go in their classrooms. So not only is that bear iconic for the community, but it really is symbolizes this is a safe place where you're going to be loved and hugged on. And, and the kids, they hug it every day. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, okay, so the board, talk to me about, uh, Linda, what inspired you to kind of become the chair and, and, and kind of what the board does for the Children's Place? Um, sure. Well, I mean, what inspired me, I, honestly, I came to do a tour of the Children's Place, um, really introducing kind of BOK Financial. Um, I had worked with the CFO at another organization, and so he had asked me to come and 
and tour the children's place. Um, I think he knew that I would be, um, you know, on the floor playing with kids before I knew it. And, and by the end of the tour, I was like, how can I be involved? Yeah. Um, you know, he knew that was going to happen. He, he had every (laughs) intention of having that happen. Uh, so I, I asked them, how can I be involved? And, and we talked about, um, the board and, um, you know, I have done a variety of things. Um, I have headed up our development committee. Um, I've also headed up our, our sponsorship committee, uh, corporate sponsorship committee for our gala. Uh, that's every April. And, you know, I think our board does a variety of functions from operations, um, assessment, our kind of strategic development and um, a new communications. And, and so we, we kind of run the gamut. And so we have a variety of corporate leaders throughout our community that really help this organization focus on the kids while we focus on getting the name out in the community, brand awareness, as well as just running the our organization as best we can. Amazing stuff. After the break, I want to come back to some of your services you offer uh, for children and get into some perspectives on mental health as well as in our last segment ways people can get involved you're listening to the grill nation show Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM, or if you're on iTunes via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. You connect with me on social media at, on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation show. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and other Instagram. Just search for my name. I'd uh, love to connect with you. Also want to thank our partner and supporter of the Grill Nation show, MoBank, BOK Financial. They do a great job in Kansas City. Um, they're just amazing people over there, so I appreciate their support. Uh, we're talking about the Children's Place. Children'sPlaceKC.org is their website, and the Twitter handle is at TPCKC. Uh, I'm joined today again by Ann Thomas, President and CEO. Uh, Polly Howard, who's the Vice President of Development and Communications, and uh, Kalinda Calkins, who's the Senior Vice President of Treasury Services at BOK Financial. She's also the incoming board chair of uh, the Children's Place. Okay, so we've got a little background here. I want to talk about your services that you provide for children. Um, you briefly mentioned the day treatment. Let's start there and, and kind of dive deeper into that. Sure. Um, it is probably the program that makes us most unique. There is not another program like that in the Kansas City area, actually even in this region. Mm-hmm. What it is is a therapeutic program set within the context of an early ed classroom. So what that means is we provide door-to-door transportation for children, um, about 50 kids a day. Um, almost all of them are involved in the child welfare system at some point. They may have recently come into foster care. They may be reunited with their family. They may be on the adoption. But all of those children have experienced significant traumatic events in their lives. On average, the children in that ex- program have experienced five or more traumatic events. And to put and that that's in, their ages yeah. are 12 months to six years? To, right, to kindergarten. So those okay. children are from infancy up until when they'll go to kindergarten. We bring them in because during those ages, we know the brain develops rapidly. And even even though they've experienced tremendous hardships and tremendous stress, we can repattern those experiences. And that is the time to get involved, provide new relationships. We provide occupational therapy. We provide speech language therapy. And then all the children are getting mental health services. 
in the context of also learning to socialize within a small classroom environment. So they're learning about cubbies and sitting on the carpet and, and those kind of things that will help prepare them for either their next preschool experience or going into kindergarten. Mm. And that's our day treatment program. And it's phenomenal. What we see in there is the children in our community that are most severely hurt. And it's hard to think about this, but 12% of the children under age 18 in the state of Missouri will experience three or more traumatic events in their lives. So 12%. What, what, what are those? Explain Traumatic those. events, yeah. absolutely. You know, that can be anything from a horrific car accident. It could be experiencing a tornado. But it's also living with a parent who has significant mental illness. It's witnessing domestic violence. It's being a victim of child abuse in the form of physical abuse, sexual abuse, um, emotional neglect. It's children that have been experienced house fires. It's children that have been burned. It is children that have been shot. It is children that have been beaten. I mean, we see the gamut of, I would say, some of the worst stories of in our community. In the, in Missouri, uh, in the Kansas City, Missouri area. Correct. Okay. Correct. And you provide food for them as well. We do. Um, again, when the children arrive, we do, it looks like an early ed center. You mm-hmm. know, they get breakfast and they get lunch and they have snacks. And you know what? They have cute little cots they take naps on. But during the day, they're also working a lot with grownups and getting a lot of one-on-one attention to, again, repattern the experiences. What's who, inter- who are they working with? Let's stop there. Like what types of uh, mm-hmm. occupational people sure. or whatnot? We have five classrooms in each classroom has two teachers. Our teachers have bachelor's degrees and master's degree in education um, or social service related fields. So they are constantly with highly trained individuals at all times. Our classrooms have between 10 and 11 children, two adults, two teachers in there. And then we have volunteers that participate. But then we also have the speech therapist coming in who does groups and works with the kids in the room occupational therapist that's in the room, and then, of course, the mental health therapist. So we have this tra- uh, transdisciplinary team that comes together and looks at each child's needs and how do we best meet that. Mm-hmm. You also, uh, you, in, in addition to day treatment, you have outpatient treatment. Um, Polly or, or Anne, do you want to speak about that and, and what that is and, and define that for our listeners? Yeah, the, the Counseling Center is our outpatient arm of the organization, and that uh, we serve kids up to the age of eight through that program. And um, anyone in the community where the day treatment is because we do bus the kids from door to door. Um, the It's restricted to Jackson County, but on the outpatient side, I mean, we stretch the state line. Anybody can obtain those services. There's also family support services, um, and that is just helping the caregivers of the children learn how to better take care of the kids who have experienced trauma. Um, you know, I know as a parent, I need all the help I can get. And I think, Anne, you've, you've said it best, we're, we're all amateurs at some level, but with a child who has experienced such extreme um, traumatic events in their lives, you need almost a professional parent to, to learn how to, you know, you approach discipline differently. You approach um, redirecting. Um, it, it's just a different philosophy knowing um, how a, a child can, can handle uh, the different things that come at them. And that's that they outpatient types of, of people. The things that happen are stressful times, deaths, divorce, financial hardships, um, different things that affect your children's uh, feelings. Jason, this is one of the things that um, is so important for Kansas Cityans to recognize is that we all experience hardships. Mm -hmm. Everyone goes through traumatic events in their lives. And what we've um, suddenly realized that when you're small, it used to be like, oh, they didn't see it. It didn't impact them. But now we know that's not true. We know that those early experiences do set the course of how you feel about yourself and how you create relationships. So our outpatient counseling, which again serves children up to the age of eight, is the program that we are seeing the most requests for. We have a waiting list of 30 
right now to come in and have outpatient therapy. And that's different. The family comes in, they meet with a therapist. The therapist works not only with the child, but with the with their whoever there is caregiving for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it helps them heal. We are a place of hope. We are a place where together with positive relationships, we can overcome just about anything. And that's what we're doing in our outpatient counseling is they come in, you know, for an hour or two a week and work with a therapist around how do we help all of this work better for us? Uh, We're talking about the Children's Place here on the Grill Nation show. You also, in addition to day treatment and outpatient uh, treatment, you do trainings. Talk to us about the trainings and and, and, and how that works because there's all kinds of different ones you offer um, they're all on the website too at childrensplacekc.org. You know, I think one of the most important things that Polly already talked about is when you are working with a child who's experienced trauma, you don't go back to the traditional ways of parenting or interacting or even teaching. And what we understand is a trauma-informed response is you have to look at their behaviors and their experiences as a way of expressing what's happened to them. And so it's really important that as our staff has sort of come to appreciate all the nuances of working with a traumatized child, that we use our voice to advocate for them in other environments. So we work hard to train other early education providers school teachers, other families, uh, child or social workers from the children's division. We do a lot of training to really elevate the voice of a traumatized child so people know how to be helpful, not hurtful in their responses to them. One thing I I will kind of piggyback on, what I think is interesting is these kids come into the children's place and their birth certificate might say they're three or four. But because of the amount of emotional and just developmental delays that come associated with trauma, they may in actuality be showing signs of a a two-year-old or younger. So bringing them up to speed to what their actual age. So, so while you say, okay, a four-year-old should know better. Well, if, if, if they're actually functioning like a two-year-old, they don't necessarily know better. So being able to be responsive to those children in those times of, of their actions and behaviors. That's amazing. And one thing also too, I want to mention is, is there your advocacy work as someone who um, works in advocacy and who works in government and public affairs? It's very important that, you know, you have relationships with different associations or coalitions and also advocate for uh, these children at a local state and national level. And you guys do that. Yeah, which it's, is exciting. Well, and again, we're being the voice for young children that don't have a, a way to communicate their needs very well. Um, and a lot of people don't understand what, again, that this is really happening right here in Kansas City. We're talking about the Children's Place here on the Grill Nation show. Okay, so let's talk about mental health. Um, you know, I know you have a unique perspective, the group does, uh, on mental health. And there's a lot of changing perspectives on mental health. And let's talk about that. So start us off there, however you'd like. I just, you know, this this these two words are getting so um, interpreted these days. Mm-hmm. And people, I don't know if they really understand it. What what actually does does what is the changing perspective right now going on in mental health? Well, our hope is one that we start to destigmatize it. That mm-hmm. just like you know, parents take their children annually to the pediatrician to make sure developmentally they're fine. If they have an earache, nobody hesitates to run to the doctor to get it checked out. But mental health should be the exact same thing. They should run parallel because when our mind and our emotions and everything are healthy, our body is physically healthy as well. They parallel together. But there still is a, t- a stigma that if my child is really anxious, I'm not going to go ask my, tell my doctor about it. You know, I don't know what to do. Um, we don't run to the doctor as easily when we see a child is really sad or depressed or, or you know, having big behaviors that typically are a sign that something is bothering them. And so I think it's that where and why we don't 
don't see that in the same way as an earache or, you know, mm-hmm. a, a broken it, arm, and, and you know, in the sense parents of parents are just a lot different when it comes to that issue. We all are. Yeah. How many of us ask for help? Yeah. You know, when we're feeling down and blue, it's a lot easier to go have a you know glass of wine mm-hmm. right. and numb ourselves than yeah. to go back and think about what do I need to do to understand why I'm feeling this way right now. And it's taking the stigma away from parents that do ask for help, it being something that's accepted now. And um, because that's just not what they maybe were brought up as. That's not the healthy environment that they saw. And so it's kind of recreating those pathways of this is what a healthy parent-child relationship. And I think that's what surprised me about the children's place is seeing, you know, professionals teach parents how to have those really happy, healthy relationships with with children, not what they experienced. Mm. It's an interesting subject. Uh, Just so many different things you could, you could talk about with mental health and, and parents and, and, you know, you guys obviously are helping children who have been um, had trauma, but sometimes some parents are uh, too involved, right? And that creates a lot of anxiousness with their children and expectations. And uh, I don't know, it's just fascinating to talk to you guys about that. Uh, again, we're talking about the Children's Place here on the Grill Nation show. Ann Thomas, Polly Howard, uh, Kalinda Calkins are with me today. After the break, I want to talk about some success stories and ways that you can get involved with this amazing organization, uh, The Children's Place. You're listening to The Grill Nation Show. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you listening today on 980 AM. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you listen on iTunes via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. If you want to give us a good positive review, a rating on there, I've never asked for that. And I've been told by people I need to start asking for that. So if you like the show, please review it and rate it on iTunes. Also, you can check us out at grillnationshow.com where I'll post photos of today's guests. And you can listen to all of our old shows on grillnationshow.com. We're again joined by the Children's Place today. Ann Thomas, Polly Howard, and Kalinda Calkins are with us today. I uh, appreciate Noel Fallon as well for helping out with this show. Uh, let's talk about ways to get involved with the Children's Place. Uh, but before we do that, actually, I want to I want to just let's just talk about a couple brief success stories that you guys uh, can can relay to the listeners, just so they understand kind of some of the cool successes that you've had recently or in, in the past. And you want to start with a quick success story? Sure. You know, every day we see successes. When, let me just describe when a child first starts at the children's place, we call it kind of the deer in the headlights look. They've usually been so stressed out and hurt by life that they don't trust people. Um, we see them withdraw. We see them um, not want to interact. And so for us, when we see smiles and giggles and laughter, we know that that's a success. But probably, I mean, every day there's a story that pulls all of our heartstrings. And when I think about children that come there, um, they are children that have experienced um, grownups maybe in their worst moments. And one of the stories that I always go back to as a young girl who was about two she had she was two and a half she had been placed to live with her grandmother and we really don't know what happened to her in Mm -hmm. those first two and a half years her mom had a severe addiction issue um, and there were probably multiple people in and out of the homes where she lived when she arrived at us she'd already been through three daycares because she screamed so much on her first few days at those other daycares she would throw up she'd make herself so sick and so people were like we don't know what to do with her and she came to the children's place we did a lot of slow transition to get her in she met the teacher's 
before she actually started. But on her very first day, she wasn't throwing up. That was a success on day one. Um, But one of the things that was so remarkable is at lunchtime, as the teachers were pulling out the cots, she began to hyperventilate and began to get really upset. And our staff looked at her and said, oh, no, baby, those cots aren't for you. Those cots are for our friends. You're going to sit right here with your baby doll. And they put her in a beanbag chair next to the teacher. So what we started realizing is the idea of laying down for her was horrendous. So let's think about, we don't know what happened to her, but we have strong reason to believe she was sexually abused. So she didn't want to lay down at nap time. And so she didn't have to. She slept in beanbag chairs. She sat there and the teachers worked with that. But what we did is we desensitized her, which is a fancy term for we slowly worked her way into being comfortable. So one, we worked really hard to build the relationship with her. So she knew she was safe with all the grownups in the room. But one day the occupational therapist came in and she had this big ball with the nubbies on it that are fun. And she was playing with all the kids, but she was rubbing it on their arms and on their backs because when kids have been hurt they don't like touch sometimes mm-hmm. so we give them lots of different touches but this little girl was watching and she wanted us to rub the nubby ball she lays down on the floor and the occupational therapist rubbed it on her back and the little girl was fine with that so the teacher said tomorrow to the to the occupational therapist said tomorrow when you come in could you have the kids lay on a cot and we'll massage their back that way. So they put the cot down. Other kids did it. This little girl watched. And then she volunteered to lay on the cot and get her back rubbed by this nubby ball. Well, guess what? That day she asked to sleep on a cot at nap time. Wow. And that was the beginning of her being able to lay down flat and feel safe enough that she could take a nap. That took almost this is a two-year-old. Two-year-olds. Okay. This took eight weeks. Oh, my gosh. And now she can lay down and feel comfortable and safe and take a nap. Well, that was the beginning of her feeling safe enough to trust. By the time she left this agency, she was um, an outgoing, giggly, jumpy, had no reservations of working with new people. New people came in the room. She was appropriately and could say hi to them and talk to them. She was no longer this scared, frightened child. She then... we. We discharged her because the average length of stay is about 15 months in our day treatment program. We discharged her. She went on to another daycare and her grandma has stayed in touch and just says she's doing remarkably well. Nobody would ever know that she's experienced this horrible abuse because she doesn't function that way anymore. That's an incredible, incredible story. And one of the ways that that happens is through um, volunteers, through donations, through events. Um, Polly, talk to us about kind of those three things. Um People obviously need to fund your organization, right? Absolutely. We have a lot of donations. Yes. Well, to in order to have a, a situation like Ann was just talking about, it costs about between twenty five and thirty thousand dollars, roughly, to put a child through the day treatment program over the course of a year, and that includes. I mean, if you if you break it down, if you're taking your child to daycare, that's an expense. Then mm-hmm. you add in the occupational therapy, the speech therapy, the mental health therapy. That adds up in a hurry. So as you can imagine, there is a bit of an expense. Um, you know, our organization, we get about half of our funding through earned revenue, and that's tied to the Medicare program, tied to the child welfare system. Mm-hmm. The remaining half of that, which is about a million and a half, um, comes in through grant funding um, and individual support. And so absolutely, we, we um, for every, you know, as, as you can imagine, the earned revenue side isn't um, exactly increasing. Sure. Um, so it's a dollar that comes in from earned revenue. We have to raise at least a dollar on the individual side. So, um, yes, we love our volunteers. We have an extremely robust volunteer program. 
hard to believe, but we roughly 800 to 900 volunteers oh my gosh. come through the Children's Place every year. And that is um, a, a lot, lot of classroom volunteers, classroom volunteers, yes. um, corporations. Um, they'll bring groups out from their businesses and they'll spend a day doing a project with the kids. Or well, I've seen like any, groups like the Centurions have been yes. out there from the chamber and whatnot. Yes. Um, exactly. So you have you have morning, afternoon opportunities. Uh, anyone over the age of 16 can help with this? That's right. They, they do have to go through a little bit of background screening. Yes. And um, our classroom volunteers, uh, not necessarily anybody and everybody can come in and do that because we do ask for at least a minimum weekly commitment up to four months because relationships are such a big piece of the children's place. So the children learn... Um, you know, to expect that Janet's going to be here on Tuesday or, or, or Dina's going to be here on Thursday. So they're building those relationships with our volunteers. And um, we have volunteers who have been at the Children's Place for 25 years plus. You mentioned you have opportunities for uh, groups to help out, families mm-hmm. to help out. And then obviously there's all kinds of things that happen during the summer year, summertime and, and whatnot and many more possibilities pretty much can help in so many different ways. Exactly. Just uh, go to our website, give us a call. Uh, we will find uh, the right fit. You know, we are excited. Um, we're expanding our building. We have, um, we've uh, purchased a new building, so we will be moving soon. So we are So kind now of I'm going to have to like run by the, on the trolley trail and just, I'll think of you guys every time I run by. Right. Like, I won't be there. You'll but... just have to expand your route. We're not going yeah. that far. We're not going far. We're not going far. The children's place kc.org is your website and um, you're on Twitter at TCPKC. Um, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, talk to me about any big events you guys have during the year. Uh, is there any way that People can get involved that like to do fun events. August 22nd, Bruise and Barbecue. Come out, join us. We'd love to have you. Uh, that's a fun event that's put on by our Young Ambassadors Board. Mm-hmm. Um, you can come to that. If you can't make it next week, uh, well, the that's gala. That's at the uh, 28 event space. Yes, exactly. Uh, Thank 20, you. 28th Street, 1300 West 28th Street. Uh, Bruise and Barbecue. Everyone likes barbecue and brews. Uh, more information on the website. You also have a pretty big gala, don't you? Gala. It's April 4th, so mark your 2020. calendar. Exactly. Uh, and you do a golf tournament as well. We do. We have several third-party events. Um, and we just had a golf tournament. We partnered ASIS. Um, we were the beneficiary of a golf tournament last year. Uh, we've got a couple that will uh, – the Holy Open comes up in September. Um we have a lot of uh, third-party organizations that will select us as the beneficiaries. Well, keep selecting, so, you guys. Yes, exactly. Place. Keep selecting. Um, and, uh, Kalinda, you're going to be the head of the board here soon? Is that happening soon? I am. Uh, January 1. Oh, gosh. 2020. Watch yeah. out. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. They here said January 1, but I'm already doing some of it. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on the show today. Uh, Ann Thomas, President and CEO at the Children's Place. Polly Howard, who's the Vice President of Development and Communications at the Children's Place. Uh, Clinda Calkins, who's the Senior Vice President of Treasury Services at BOK Financial and the incoming board chair. Thanks for your time today. Congrats on the organization and uh, keep up the good work with everything you do for Kansas City. Thanks Thank for you, having Jason. Us. You've been listening to the Grill Nation Show. We'll see you again next week. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Rah, rah, ah, ah, rah, 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 rah,